Today is Thursday, January 14th, 2010, and you are listening to Make It So. Hello, my name is Charlie Plain, aka Midnight Lich, and I am the host of the Make It So podcast. What is Make It So, you might be asking yourself? Well, Make It So is a reality-style show competition hosted by the Continuing Committee to find a new assistant game designer for an upcoming second edition virtual expansion. What does a reality show-style competition mean? Well, we have Will of the Collective, which is sort of a community effort to design a card. That was one of the big priorities for us when the Continuing Committee was formed, was to find a way to engage and involve the community a lot more than was done by our predecessor. Um, Will of the Collective is, uh, we've done two of them. We're going to be doing a third one. It's a great process because everybody gets to participate, but it's not as behind the scenes as some people would like. We have a very active dream card community. Uh, a lot of people have a lot of good ideas. So about a year and a half ago, two years ago, the idea came up to maybe we find some way to uh, get somebody involved in one of the design teams. Well, the timing wasn't right and the details weren't right, so it, it got shelved for a while. But about six months ago, the idea came back up again and we got everybody on board with it and we started making plans. Uh, we accepted applications and now here we are. So, we have 20 competitors starting off this competition. We've grouped them into four teams of five. The Bajoran team and the Cardassian team. And we also have the Klingon team and the Romulan team. Now for phase one of this competition, the, the groups of teams, the Bajorans versus the Cardassians and the Klingons versus the Romulans, sort of work in isolation. All four teams will get the same challenge. All four teams will be judged by the same judges. But each week, each challenge, one of those two team, one of those four teams from each pair will lose. So the Bajorans may be decided the victors over the Cardassians, and the Romulans may be decided the victors over the Klingons, or vice versa. But there will be two winners and two losers each week. Uh, each losing team loses a competitor, which means we're going to go from 20 to 18, and then 16, 14, and finally 12. Once we get down to 12 competitors, we're going to go to phase two, which is we're going to rebalance the teams so that we have two teams of six. Those two teams will square off head-to-head, -head, and we'll lose one person each week until we get down to probably the final six or five competitors, and then we'll go to phase three, which is everybody's on their own, everybody does their own work, and we'll eliminate people until we are down to one person who will join a future design team. And before you get all wondering about when they're going to be on the design team, we don't know. This process could take three, four months, maybe even longer. And we don't want to pick a design team that they're going to work on and say it's going to be this and then have the process run over and not know. So we'll worry about that once we get to the end of the process. Well, what is the process, you're probably asking yourself. That is a great question, Self. Let me tell you a little bit about it. First thing that's going to happen is we will post the challenge. That's what this podcast is for. We're going to tell you the challenge, tell you a little bit about 
what the design team does, some a little behind the scenes information, give you some suggestions, some tips, some tricks. And we'll also post the challenge in text format, but the smart competitors are going to listen to this podcast in addition to you, the audience, because there's going to be information in the podcast that they won't get in the posted challenge. Big hint there. Anyway, we're going to post the challenge. Now, we have created a private message board for each of the four teams. Only these team members can see those boards. Well, almost, but I'll get to that in a second. Anyway, there's a Bajoran board, a Kardashian board, and so forth. We want the teams to do a lot of their discussing on these boards. Now, that's not to say that they can't get together and vent or Skype or instant messenger and work, or that two individuals can't talk over that. That's fine. The design team does that. But one of the key elements of this process is the process itself, how the teams work together, how they interact how they develop ideas, how they work together as a team, how they don't work together as a team, what they say, what they do. So in addition to each team being able to see their own board, the judges can see all of them. And what goes on on these boards is going to be a big factor in who gets eliminated and who doesn't. So the design teams should be using these boards for a lot of their discussions. That's not to say they can't discuss stuff on other mediums, but you want to use the boards because then you actually give the judges something to look at instead of making them guess and base their decisions on what they've already seen. The prisoners will not be harmed until they're found guilty. Now, once the submissions are finished, they're posted to the public. Now, you're only going to get about four days to work on this, and I'm sure that seems very aggressive and not like a lot of time. But keep in mind a couple things. The design team only gets a week to do all the revisions on their cards. You have five people on your teams to start with, which is more than most design teams by a couple. And we're only going to give you a fraction of the work that's done on a regular virtual expansion. So four days doesn't seem unreasonable. Once the cards are finished and posted, there's about a 24-hour period of review. This is when the public and the judges will ask questions based on your cards and you guys, as the design teams, will have the chance to answer them. Now, once that period's over, we're going to go to the voting. There are four judges that get a vote every time. There's Brad, Gerard, the artificial intelligence, the artificial intelligence being from the Delta Quadrant think tank, and we'll be looking at things from a different perspective than the two human judges, and then the public at large, which is going to get a vote as well. Now, that's only four votes. And in the event that there's a tie, Brad would get a double vote. However, some of our challenges will have a guest judge. For example, I can tell you now, we're going to have our art director, Johnny Haleva, be a guest judge for one of our challenges. In that case, the guest judge gets the fifth vote, and Brad does not get a double vote. Now, the votes will pick a winner from each pair. The losing team gets analyzed by the judges, going back to what we talked about about the forums, and the Brad will pick the best of the worst. Now, if you're a fan of the reality show Hell's Kitchen, you may have heard this team before. We wanted to model our competition on off a show that was a skill-based challenge, rather than a popularity challenge, which is American Idol, or a game-based challenge, which is Survivor. We didn't want the person at the end to be the person who was the most 
manipulative and played the game the best, and we didn't want the person at the end to be the most popular, although those are both going to be factors. We wanted the person at the end to be someone who did everything well. They were skillful, they played the game, they appealed to the popular masses. Your life, as it has been, is over. Brad will pick the best of the worst from each of the losing teams. This is the individual who demonstrated the best understanding of the process, the challenge, who understood the best teamwork, or who put out the best cards. This individual is immune from being eliminated. It is also this individual's responsibility to lead his team in picking two individuals from the team that are eligible for elimination. Now, I should include the one exception to the he-can't-be-voted-off rule. If a team is down to just two members, they're automatically both considered eligible for elimination. There is no best of the worst. Anyway, the best of the worst can discuss this with the team members and solicit their opinions and do whatever he wants to do to figure out which two names should go to the judges for elimination. But ultimately, the decision is up to the individual nominated as best as the worst. He can listen to his team and then suggest two completely different people course, which would probably tick them off, but that's part of the game. Or he can go with what the team says, or he can make the decision on his own. But it's his responsibility to present two names to the judges for elimination. The judges will then vote on who gets eliminated. Now, in this case, there is no public vote, because that would slow down the process a lot, and we don't want to do that. In this case, with a guest judge, Brad gets a double vote, and without a guest judge, everybody gets one vote. So... Brad, Gerard, the artificial intelligence, and any potential guest judge will choose which of the two nominated people, or if they feel that the nominated people weren't appropriate and there was somebody on the bo- on the forums that just did a terrible job or didn't participate, Brad has the right to say, no, it's not going to be these two, it's going to be this person. That probably will not happen, but that right is reserved. Anyway, regardless... Somebody from each of the losing teams is eliminated, we'll do another podcast, we'll tell you about what happened, we'll show you some behind-the-scenes stuff, and we will give you the next challenge, and the whole process repeats. So, if you have any questions on this process, um, we have a Make It So forum. It's most of the way down the page, right above the Dream Card forum, and there's a public section where anybody can comment and discuss and ask questions, and that's where the the uh, teams will be submitting their results. Um, you can also visit www.trekcc.org slash make it so, all one uh, string, and that has the teams, challenges, the results, and a lot of more information there for you. So uh, in addition, we'll also be posting this podcast hopefully every Thursday, um, maybe have to vary that a day or two from time to time, but The plan is to do this once a week as a regular broadcast on Thursday afternoon. So, without further ado, let us bring you the first challenge. There she is, from the Institute. If we play our cards right, we may be able to find out when those whales are leaving. How will playing cards help? The design team has decided to increase the risk in using dual dilemmas. Your task is to create a 15 card cycle of cards with at least one card for affiliation and sub-affiliation that increases the risk of using dual dilemmas in a second edition game. No! No! Alright, let's give you a little extra information here. First of all, a cycle. 
What is a cycle? There are a lot of really good articles written, especially by uh, Wizards of the Coast, the magic guys there. A cycle is essentially a group of related cards. There's a lot of ways to do a cycle. Uh, you could do a mechanical cycle, which is a group of cards that do the same thing, maybe with some slight differences. You can have a thematic cycle. Uh, good examples of this in Star Trek are, say, the Gatherers or the um, non-aligned genetically enhanced personnel for necessary evil. Um, Equinox, that's a cycle. You can do um, mechanical cycles that span affiliation. So that's kind of what we're doing here. We're asking you to take one mechanic and give it to every affiliation in the game. You know, in Magic, they might take one mechanic and put it on each color. So the question is, why make dual dilemmas more risky? What does that mean? Well, there's a couple ways to approach making something riskier. Um, go back and look at Necessary Evil. They made it very risky to use dual headquarters. And there were a couple ways they did this. Um, you might hear the term carrots and sticks. Well, a carrot, imagine... Uh, guy riding a horse with a carrot on a string on the end of a fishing pole dangling in front of the horse to get the horse to do something. It is an incentive to do what you want somebody to do. Uh, in this case, might be you getting a bonus when an opponent plays a dual dilemma on you, or personnel that are benefiting some way from having a dual dilemma. A stick, on the other hand, is smacking the horse on the butt with a stick to get him to go faster, and it's punishment for doing something you shouldn't or not doing something that you should. All right, well, what does all of this mean for each of our four teams? That's entirely up to them. You need to produce 15 cards with at least one for each affiliation and sub-affiliation. That means you need a Bajoran, a Borg, a Kardashian, a Dominion, a TNG, a DS9, a TOS, a Voyager, a Maki, a Klingon, a Romulan, and a Starfleet personnel. You don't have to include an auto-aligned. You can include an auto-aligned. You can do them however you want to do them. But you need one card for each of those affiliations that makes dual dilemmas more risky, or riskier, however you want to say it. All right, without further ado then, gentlemen, that's about four days to get your cards put together, get your ideas, get them submitted, get them formatted, and get them posted. Now, one last piece of advice for the competitors and a guideline for everybody that's going to be evaluating these cards. This is not a dream card competition. We are not looking for you to create finished cards. We are not looking for images. You can put funny titles on these cards. They don't have to have real titles. What they do need to have is complete functional game text. Meaning if you're going to create a Vosh, for example, she needs a thief on it. She better have the things that you would expect a Vosh to have. Now, you don't have our costing scales. You're really not going to be penalized early for messing up the costing scales, but you will get feedback. You know, this is too much. This is not enough. Maybe you don't even put costs on cards at all. That's certainly an option. Go ahead and try to put them on there, but if you can't figure it out or you don't know, talk about it when you submit your card. You know, say, we want this to be this cost, so we did this and this and this. Or in the future, if you're creating a dilemma and you specifically want it to cost zero, put some notes in your card submission that says, 
We want this to cost zero. Here are some options for changing it to get it to cost zero. So that when you get feedback, you know where you are and how you understand the costing system. And no, we will not be giving you the costing system. That is reserved for our lead designer only. Your job is to create good cards. You don't need to worry about final titles, final lore, final subtitles. In fact, we like a good joke every now and then. That's fine. If you want to go ahead and create all these things, if you have the time and the energy to create final finished cards, go ahead and post them. That's fine. Now, we're not posting images. Do not post images. You can say, this would be the image I would like, but do not show us a graphical card. We don't, we don't want that. Your goal is to create good game text, good cards that can be developed and tested and that will affect the game in the manner in which you've been asked to affect the game. If you've got time to put story polish on it, great. If you don't, you won't be penalized for it. This isn't a dream card contest. You don't have to be perfect. You just have to follow the rules and demonstrate your understanding and learn. Well, that is all for this week's edition of the Make It So podcast. My name is Charlie Plain. I hope you all enjoy this broadcast and are looking forward to participating in this process. So, in the immortal words of Captain Jean-Luc Picard, Make it so, yeah, it's irrelevant. Make it so, yeah, it's irrelevant. Make it so, yeah, it's irrelevant. The Make It So podcast is produced under a Creative Commons Attribute Share Alike license in the United States. For more information, visit creativecommons.org. Some of the music in today's podcast is brought to you Podsafe Free from Music Alley by Mevio. For more information, visit www.musicalley.com. Make It So, the search for the next assistant game designer, and this associated podcast are brought to you by the Continuing Committee home of first and second edition Star Trek CCG. To join our great community and for more information on Make It So, visit www.trekcc.org. That is T-R-E-K-C-C dot O-R-G.